What's going on, guys, and welcome to Elite Gaming Gears Podcast. I'm Tylus. And I'm Tristan. And it's almost June. Time has flown. Yeah. It's Memorial Day. It's about to be Memorial Day. It's already Memorial Day for you guys. But, um, so about League, how often do you win, do you think? Well. I know you've been playing that recently, so I'm just wondering. Yeah. Uh, well, for those who don't know, I'm an avid league player, so my life, uh, my quality of life is below average. <laughs> um, but <clears throat> if I had to take a sample size of, say, like, ten games, probably about, like, six or seven, I lose. Oh. So, uh, that's good. I, uh, for half a second, I thought you were gonna say you win. No. And I was just like, wow, you're good. No. And then you're like, nope, I lose. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I felt that. Yeah. I'm on the opposite side of the spectrum playing Smite Battleground of the Gods. So that game, I'm sure you understand what that game is. Oh, yeah, but, you uh, might want to explain it for people who don't know, though. So essentially, you can play as any pantheon that they've currently released. You can play as Zeus, Scylla, Ra, the Egyptian god, Anubis, Thor, Odin. I feel like I'm missing somebody very important. Chinese gods such as Xingqian, uh, Mulan. Mulan just got re- not recently added. You can also play as Cthulhu now, which I think is fantastic. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But uh, it's essentially just like League. It's just more direct. And I honestly think it's easier to understand because some of League's stuff can get a bit up there in terms of, like, you can build stuff that you're not allowed to build. Like, you can build stuff that won't help you at all in League. Yeah. In Smite, you're restricted to stuff that would work on you. Not necessarily that would be good for your build, but stuff like... You can't build physical power if you're a mage. Like, that's not an option you can do. But you can on League, and I do remember trying that, and it did not work very well. <laughs> that's the fun of it, though. That's the meme build. Those are the memes. That's what we're here for. That's what it's all about. Woo, baby! Yeah. Oh, and if, uh, if I guess it should be, you know, addressed, but it's just us two for the podcast this oh, time. Yes. It is just us in yeah. this lonesome workspace. But, you know... You know, this place kind of seems like a ghost town sometimes. If you're working here by yourself and there's yeah. no one here. I'm sure you've met the ghost Jerry. I'm, he's around sometimes. Yeah. Stuff will just fall off the shelf and you're like, I'm pretty sure I didn't do that. But mm. you know what? I'm just going to roll with it. Yeah, and the lights flicker. You know, yeah. it is what it is. Let's just not get haunted while we're here. Yeah. That's the goal. That's the plan. Unless they want in on the podcast. <laughs> they join know. in. Hey, Jerry, say a few words. Thank you, Jerry. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, so with that all said, this may or may not end up as more of a, str- a stream of consciousness kind of stream or podcast. We'll I mean, see. I think that's exactly how it's gonna go. Yeah. Do you play either of the dying? Do you play Dying Light at all? Dying? No. I think right. I own like one, but I haven't. I haven't touched it. All right. So Dying Light is essentially Mirror's Edge, the parkour game, meets Dead Island, the zombie killing game while you're on an island. But uh, it is actually quite fun, because doing parkour and landing on zombies is fantastic. But if you're at n- out at night, there's uh, things called... Well, actually, virals are the ones that are out during the day. They can sprint at you. And I can't remember the name of the um, the stronger ones at night. They're called something, but I know they're reactive to ultraviolet light, and they are fast like they can actually outrun you at nighttime which Jeez. i think is crazy because you're running on rooftops doing parkour jumping across buildings and then you have a look back button so you like turn your head and you just see three of these things just rushing you down and you just want to cry because <laughs> it's so scary 
Because you can't fight them. You can try and fight them, but it, it honestly won't work. Like, there's not much damage you can do. You can kill them, but it's incredibly hard because they're damage resistant. Unless you shine them with UV light, then they get their damage resistance removed, but they're still super tanky. So unless you have, like, a damaging weapon that's over a thousand damage, you're not killing one of these things easily. Dang. It's insane. But anyway, they've started pre-orders for Dying Light 2, and the first trailer came out, and it looks great. There's new special zombies. There's new people entirely. It's a brand new story. We're going to ignore that sound because it didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> no, what sound? Yeah, exactly. And there's a new story. And I think they're incorporating some of the stuff from the following, which was, like, you were able to drive out in Jeeps and have a bit of open world terrain to it. Like, the whole game's open world itself, but you can do quests here and there. But when they added the following DLC, they made it to where you can actually get in a vehicle and drive the vehicle around. And they had a new skill system for that as well. So I think they're going to incorporate a lot of that stuff into Dying Light 2. And new weapons, new perks, every, like new movement types as well. I cannot wait to see what Dying Light 2 has to show. Yeah, that sounds pretty fun, man. Hope it works out for you and everything. Like jumping off buildings, landing on zombies, jumping off zombies, landing on more zombies. Yo, can you do that Assassin's Creed, like jump from a building, assassinate a zombie? You can, but generally you get swarmed pretty quick because most zombies travel in packs. There's very Um, rarely just one zombie. So you can do that, yes. Whether it'll be a good idea afterward, that remains to be seen. Well, at least it'll be funny. Yeah, it will be funny. Yeah. Especially if you have, like, some explosives to throw immediately afterward. (laughs) That'd be way more effective, too. (laughs) Yeah. The thing is, though, is that when you make loud sounds, virals come out, which are recently turned survivors, and they will sprint at you, and you are not getting away because they can track you. And I hate it so much. Oh. Oh. I haven't played Dying Light in a while, though. I need to go back and play it. But you know what I have started playing recently? What's that? Wow. The Burning Crusade. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Isn't that officially out on the first? I think so. They have the, like, open servers for it, but the true update hasn't actually released yet. That's so right. cap is still 60 until it drops on the first, and then it goes to 70. And I believe with Burning Crusade, they also incorporated flying mounts. Yes. And what I didn't realize was they still have some stuff from, like, normal WoW in WoW Classic. Like, the Zeppelins are still there. I didn't think they were going to be there because Cataclysm hadn't happened yet. And so when I was playing the other day, my level 7 Warlock that I was trying to run through Undercity with, I was trying to get to the Blood Elf Moon City, what is it, Silver Moon City? Yeah. I was trying to get there, didn't have any idea of how to get there, so my, oh my. So, I went on a journey, (laughs) and you already know what I mean. Like, I went through the bulwark into the high level areas to try and get there by foot (laughs) i spent i think two hours getting all the way there like just below the ghost lands in the eastern uh eastern plague land yeah just below the uh ghost lands eastern plague land you cannot get through that area unless you're level 45 because there's literally a dungeon you have to go into to go into the ghost lands yeah, I didn't realize that till I got there. So my level 7 warlock is currently sitting at the entrance of that dungeon like, hmm, I may have made a mistake. Yeah. Uh, so I will say, do you do you not know about the 
portal that I didn't realize. I, I, no, it, it's there. I know it was there, but my brain didn't process it, and I was like, oh. it's been almost, what, 11, 12 years since I've played this game again? So I was like, I think I got this. I'm sure I can go this way. <laughs> that was a definite no. Yeah. So, turns out when you die, if you keep dying repeatedly, your respawn timer gets longer until it caps out at two minutes. So I died, moved 20 feet, respawn, died, moved 20 feet, respawned and died until I had to move 20 feet, wait two minutes, then respawn, <laughs> and then die immediately because everything's one-shotting me because they're level 54s and I'm a level 7. So, yeah, and the best part was seeing the mages, because the second I try and move across the mage, I already see him casting a spell, and I'm like, I'm dead, <laughs> just instantly. Adios. Yeah, yeah it's, it's my life. But uh, that's, the, that's the struggle of people who can't remember where they're going. <laughs> just dying over and over. And uh, respawning, because you're, you're stubborn, and you really should have gave up and gone to level up. I probably could have made a new character as a blood elf. And hit level 7 before I reached yeah. the city Probably. with my Forsaken. Yeah, man. Like, that, that release, you know, it's it's got the hype train going. Like, I know a, a lot of my buds, like, one of my buds is, like, he says he was going to call into his internship and just be like, yeah, I'm, t I'm sick, man. And he's just going to spend all day playing it. Ooh, all day playing WoW does sound like fun. Yeah. I really enjoyed the game. I haven't played it. Last time I played it was in the release of Mists of Pandaria. That's that a, was the last ago. time I played it. And I think that was, what, 2013? 2012? I don't remember. That was a while ago, though. Because I started with Burning Crusade. Like, this is when I started last time was on Burning Crusade. So I was like, hey, let's go back. May as well, since they're releasing it. So to feel the nostalgia. And to see that, like, green and black portal on the entrance. Oh, my gosh. I got hit with childhood right there. Yeah, I'm like, man. I miss this game. <laughs> Want to play it some more? <laughs> Honestly, I think I will go play it when I get when we're done here. Playing yeah. WoW sounds like fun. I would, but you know, good old subscription. Yeah, I just ha I, I think I just had to bite the bullet for it. So, like, it's fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars is a lot to some people. Fifteen dollars is not much to other people. It all depends on how you see the value of fifteen dollars. Like, for example. You have $15, you can get, like, three drinks at Starbucks or something for $15. Like, that's a good deal. And then there's stuff like, if you order pizza, a single pizza is a full $15, and it's like, well, it can feed multiple people. And let's say you do, like, DoorDash ordering now, a simple, like, two cheeseburgers could possibly be $15, depending on where you get them from. And it's like, that value, it's like, you can have a meal... Or you can have a WoW subscription. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the difference I'm making. Yep. Get a WoW subscription. Who needs food, man? Who needs to survive on anything other than <laughs> mushroom caps and yeah. water yeah, and healing dude. potions? Water, like, is a rarity. Let's go. Yeah. Water is a... It's a rare occurrence for some people nowadays. You think, yep. you, you think you can take a shower? How dare you? Yeah, which is sad. Um. Yeah. Wow. That's uh. That's gonna be hype. I. I. Uh, like. The internet's gonna go down on June first. I think. I think you're probably right. I yeah. think a lot of people are gonna log in. I. How many servers do you think are gonna be locked out just because there's too many people in there? Uh. 
at least like 80% of them. Because <laughs> I remember I was looking at the populations recently, and my friend was telling me about it too. That's the reason I started looking up the populations. And there was what, like, not even half of the servers were medium population in the normal classic compared to the Burning Crusade classic, which is like 90%, all of them are high population or full. Wow. And I'm just like, it's not even released yet, and people are already <laughs> like this. Just wait till it actually drops. Day one drop? How many? Honestly, I think there is going to be four or five guilds that are just going to steamroll to the dungeons oh, and yeah. get those raids done as fast as possible. They're going to try and beat the records for sure. Yeah, because if I remember correctly, like the thing with like WoW Classic raids was... Not that they were difficult, it's that you had to prepare for them. Yeah. And now that people know what they need to do them, mm -hmm. you can just kind of, you know, write Yeah, people them. can go in a straight line instead of trying to discover all of these hidden quests. People know exactly where they're going. Like, for example, my friend who never played WoW Classic, but he's playing WoW now with me, he got to level, like, 5 by doing the main quest and just continuing. He got to level 7, and then I started my character... I got to level 7 before he got to level 8 just because I knew exactly where I'm supposed to be going and what I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm pretty sure if I kept playing that night, this this was also the level 7 that went off into, you know, who, what, <laughs> East Plagueland because I was going to catch up to him anyway, so I figured I may as well get to him. Yeah. But um, it's crazy how fast people can go now because all the information is already out there. It's yep. exactly how it was prior. There's, I think, I don't know if they're adding a couple new things. I know they're trying to add new mounts. I believe there is a new um, Ent mount that changes colors on the seasons. Yo, that's cool. Yeah, and I, I want it, but I don't know how to get it. So I think I might look into that later. But yeah. I thought that was a really cool thing. I miss my gnome bike. My gnome bike was my baby. <laughs> and I, ugh, the gnome copter too was pretty nice. That's an engineering mount, right? Yeah, it yeah. is. Those ones are so much fun to use. But, you know, that the filthy alliance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only reason I bring up the, the classic like raids and stuff is because uh, I believe that's how it was for Burning Crusade too, right? Like it was more of a be prepared thing. than Yeah, because yeah. literally Illidan Storm Rage, the dude on the front with the two glaives who says, you are not prepared. Yeah. It, it's true you are not prepared when you go into that area especially for the first time you don't know half of the stuff that's fighting you you don't know what they're able to do like you get stunned and poisoned at the same time and you don't even notice because it's a subtle attack and you're like huh why am i dying <laughs> <laughs> and there's some creatures where you kill them and then they spawn more creatures off their death and you're just like i was not prepared to fight more yeah. Like, you just barely succeed against the one, and then you get swarmed, and you're like, hmm, I have made a fatal encounter. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Um, what what other uh, WoW things are you excited for there? Or just Blizzard in general, I suppose. Blizzard? I know they're working on Overwatch 2, but I'm not sure how I feel about that quite yet. Because I know they're going to be trying to add more stuff, but I don't... I think they should have just stuck with Overwatch 1 and just continued and, like, updated the system. Because they're not changing the base engine at all. They're keeping the engine. They might be tweaking some individual stuff, but they're keeping the base engine. So, if they're going to be doing that, isn't it easier to just update the previous game? Because they've already updated it, what, hundreds of times, adding multiple new seasons for what seems to be about five, six years now? 
And I, I myself don't know. I'm, uh, I haven't much played uh, with the Overwatch game or community, really. I remember, like, 2015 in winter was the first time I got Overwatch. And it had already been out for, like, a year. And there was no events. There was no nothing. It had base characters as well. Oh, actually, I think they had a couple new characters. But this was before Bastion had a shield, which was broken. But honestly, I think they did move it in the right direction, but they changed the game so heavily from when it first released to, com to how it is now. And I think if they kept on that, like it's just a continuously evolving game. But the thing is, is, I think they were just trying to get more money off of people. Like ultimately, like yeah, they get money out of loot boxes and stuff, but they can only make so much content that they don't already have. So making a brand new game in choir like it kind of makes the people who want to keep playing overwatch and have new updates get the second game pay that 60 dollars but i think they were trying to make it to 70 weren't they at one point in time i don't i don't know well i think there was at one point in time where people were trying to up up game prices to 70 dollars and i think that's whack it's always been 60 it's been 60 since snes like they have not changed it's always been 60 dollars for video games that's true. and i think that should stick regardless of what else happens but yeah no, that's just my opinion you can take it and throw it in a bucket you can put it in your head you can <laughs> step on it i do not care it is yours to do with what you please that's true well for what it, it what for what it's worth i agree with that so mm -hmm. um so we've uh we've talked about a pc game for a while we have uh, been talking about a pc game for a while what's a what's a console game you want to talk about dark alliance let's go all right so it is quite literally dungeons and dragons dark alliance it is a not quite tabletop game, but it plays a, similar to Divinity Original Sin. It's turn-based combat, but it's straight out of like Dungeons and Dragons 5e. It's all the creatures from owl bears to displacer beasts to beholders to liches. Like it's got all that stuff in it. It create it can create its own dungeons, I think, and you can literally create a campaign. And I don't know if you can play as a dungeon master. If you can, that's going to be amazing. Yeah. But I think you can play it. You can definitely play as the players. And you may be able to customize what types of dungeons you go through. And I think that's going to be really cool. Having that much freedom in an actual game similar to D&D. Without having to pop open the dice. Pull out the rule books. And figure out what strengths that you want for your character sheet or what class you want to play with what race like yeah it, it, oddly it seems like it's a more casual experience than the tabletop yeah it does yeah. because the tabletop like requires you to put down some time like you have to down put time out of your day to write a character sheet figure out who you're playing with figure out what your backstory is what race you're going to be what class you're going to be and then what the campaign setting is and then get together with all these people or even just contact all these people at the same time where they're all available to play like it's just it seems strenuous to me to do go through all of those steps and then i think dark alliance is going to make that really easy and it's not even like a full 60 dollars. i think it's 40 dollars. like it's not even a full priced game which is even better in my opinion because like yeah they put in the work for this but they're just like, hey, this game is for you guys. Like, this is for you to play. We're not looking for that much profit. We're just looking for you guys to have fun and enjoy. Yeah. Um. So, from what I saw, this game came out this year, right? It is not even out yet. It's not? No. Oh. It's coming out, I think, next month. 
Oh. I'm pretty sure, yeah. It's coming out soon. Like, incredibly soon. All aboard the hype train. I'm super excited for it. I think I have, like, three of my friends that are getting it already. And, obviously, Chivalry 2 is coming out in a couple days. I can't wait for that. Chivalry. Bro, alright, so... It's presentation. During the beta, I was able to pick up an anvil and throw it at the enemies. I was able to pick up a wagon wheel, throw it at the enemies. And I proceeded to pick up a chicken and throw it at the enemies. Okay, that's pretty cool. And pretty cool. then they also incorporated the ability to decapitate people, which was already in the game. But what they also added is you can pick up their head. Yo. And you can walk around and start slashing people with their head in your offhand. And if you really want to, you can throw their own head at them. Dude. And I think that's fantastic. Just being able to just deck someone with their own head. That reminds me of the old fable. You know, like the first fable where <laughs> yeah. you can kick people's heads around. <laughs> oh my gosh. Going back that far, fable. Oh, my friend was talking to me the other day about Mech Warrior Online. Dude. And he was just like, this is a core memory of my childhood. And I'm like, where did you get this from? I haven't seen this in like 16 years. <laughs> it's like, I remember this old Flash game that I played once upon a time. Or that sandbox game. Like, oh, it, it's literally sand. Like, what is it called? I think it's literally just called Sandbox. It's so old. But it was like a very very first flash game where you could have like normal sand you can have iron sand you can put in walls you can put grass fire c4 players oh, lasers i think i know what you're talking and about. it's like i didn't like i didn't think about it until he brought up mech warrior online and i was just like going back through the really old games that i used to play and i'm like wow nostalgia is really hitting me here yeah um uh to go back to the D D game real quick um, the only problem I can see with that, like, yeah, it's forty dollars to buy and own. That's cool, but it's a, it's like a required like multiplayer experience, right? Like, you want to play that with your friends. So, like, but if every copy for your friends is locked behind that forty dollars, you know, you might have some friends who can't afford that, and that's that's mm -hmm. a shame, you know. So that's a that's a con I see for that right off the bat. Yeah, but I think you can play it solo as well. Like, it is definitely a con because it locks some people out of playing it because, you know, it's one of those games. But it's not like It Takes Two where you buy it and you can have a friend copy, which means you can send it to someone else to play. Like, they just download the buddy copy. Okay. And then all they have to do is the first person play, or pays for the game and then they can both play as a co-op. Because okay. that's what they did for It Takes Two. Like, you can send out the copy to someone else and play with them if you own the game yourself. Okay, that's that's good then. And so I don't know, I don't think Dark Alliance is going to do that, but I do think it's going to be well worth the $40. And like, even if some people can't do it, like pay it, in my friend group we've often done times to where if someone can't get a game that everyone else has, everyone will pitch in a couple dollars and then we get them that game because it's not fair to have somebody who's not playing, like, who really enjoys the game but just can't afford it for any reason. Yeah. And I guess that's just our group being wholesome, but oh my gosh, we are toxic as well. <laughs> like, we are the most toxic. I literally have two friends. One of them has the other person muted permanently. They will not unmute them for any reason, and I don't even remember why. Yo. Like, I don't think there's a specific reason, but whenever they're in the party, it's just you're hearing them both talk at the same time all the time. And the funniest thing is that they're so similar that half the time they're saying the same stuff. <laughs> and I think that's the dumbest thing because we're sitting there trying to get them to talk to each other because, like, let's say in Smite, if they played Smite together, they're both really good players, like, individually. And I think if they work together, they would be the best team, like, those two, that duo, would be the best duo of our group. 
but they just refuse to talk to each other. And it's like, <laughs> what are you, where are you getting with this? Why are you playing a team game if one of your friends is muted the entire game? I guess it's not his friend, technically, but it, it's some bull. But we just roll over that like it doesn't happen. So, you as know. you do. The internal strife just kind of... We just kind of shove that under the carpet and pretend it's not there yeah. most of the time. Yes, we'll, we'll put a rug on that elephant. Exactly. <laughs> the elephant of the room. Yeah. It's a pretty big rug, I will admit, though. <laughs> We're able to hide that thing incredibly well. Yeah. Um, I think we're running out of things to talk about. Well, I can talk... To, to go back to the realm of PC gaming, uh, mm. I can talk about Kenshi for a bit. Um, What's Kenshi? So Kenshi uh, has... It's been in development uh, for about, like, I think around seven years because, like, it started off, one dude was making it, one guy, right? And he was making it for a long time. Like, it's been in Steam Early Access for as long as Early Access has been around, basically. Yeah. So he worked on it by himself for so many years. And then, like, I think after, like, the seventh year of him working on it by himself, that's when he started, like, hiring, like, five other people for his team. Yeah. Yeah, and so then it finished up the last three years, and from, like, year one to year ten, because it's out now, it's just out, is way different, right? Like, completely different Yeah, games. like, the community was very much a part of the development process. It was very cool. Oh, but, we have a similar thing with Terraria. Like, people are always chipping in their, like, comments, like, hey, this thing does this, this thing does this. It would be really cool if you saw this. And Terraria's been around since I've been a kid. Well, it's reached its tenth birthday recently, so... I guess it's actually not that long, but it feels long. I was 11 at the time. So having just this game that I've seen and played when I was a kid, didn't really understand what I was doing half the time, but I've like developed playing, and it's updated as I've gone with it, and it's still being updated to this day, which I think is crazy. So I've been playing this game for 10 years, and I've been a part of every single major change that's happened. And just seeing all those changes take place is nostalgic in my mind. Because I can't imagine the very first time I played the game compared to how it is now. Like, there was not even an expert mode back then. Like, there was... I think there, there was grappling hooks. There was wings. There was rocket boots. And that's just about it. <laughs> that was all there was to movement. Wow. There was no... There was accessories. But the accessories didn't come nearly as close as they were now. They added thousands of weapons. Like, actually thousands of weapons compared to how it was prior. Because I think it started out with like 163 weapons or something like that originally. And I'm pretty sure it's well over, I guess it may not be a thousand, but it's close to about 800 something weapons now, which is insane to me. Because I can, I can't name every single weapon, but if I see the silhouette of it, I know exactly which weapon that is. And I do take pride in that. I'm a true terrarian, not a terrorist, as a lot of people like to make fun with it. It's like, are you a terrorist? And I'm like, no. It's like, you play, you don't play terraria? And I'm like, oh, you mean a terrarian? Because we can't use the term terrorist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, it's glad, it's good that you uh, talked about terraria, because something, something, 10th anniversary? Something, something, 10th anniversary. Yeah, it is the 10th anniversary of terraria. They have events going on on their page as well. You can check that out at Terraria.com, as well as EliteGamingGear.com, because we are going to be sponsored on their page shortly. Yeah, that'll be nice. That'll be hype. That'll be hype. pog, as the kids say. 
pog champ. Be, kids being me. Um. Uh, fine. I guess you are my little pog champ. Right. Come here. I, that's it. I think, that's, <laughs> like, I think that's where I'll stop. Yeah, that's the end of the podcast. No. <laughs> oh, um, but uh, back to Kenshi, right? Right. <clears throat> so back to Kenshi. So Kenshi, man, that is a game that defies genres. Really? So it's like similar to like Dark Souls and how it defined like RPG genres, or it's similar to Minecraft, how it's like open sandbox. Oh, I didn't mean uh, defies, not defines. Oh, defies. Yeah. All right. Like if I had to put genres to it, it'd be RTS, squad management, RPG, story driven. Like it just all these categories. Because that sounds similar to XCOM style, but XCOM's more like turn based. Yeah. Um, because Kenshi, there's no turns. Anything. All everything's real time. You're just a you make your character or characters because you can manage a squad, right? All right. And then you're just plopped into the world, and then you do whatever. There's no quests. There's just things happening, and you can do whatever you want. Oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah, and it's it's very very well made. Like, like, uh, and then of course people have developed like here's some strategies to like get some money in the early game. You know, when yeah. your characters are super weak, and that's that's another beautiful thing about Kenshi. Your stats, if you make, like, just a normal character, you're, like, the weakest character in the game. Like, mm-hmm. anyone could beat you up. <laughs> like, just anyone. a random hobo would just punch you and you're down. Yep. And, like, don't even think about attacking the animals. They will eat you. And that's it. That's the <laughs> you see that deer over there? Yeah, that's going to eat you. <laughs> it's going to kill you. It's like, what do you mean it's going to eat me? I mean, it's going to open its mouth and you are going to die. Yeah. And it, it works very well for the setting of Kenshi, too, because it's, like, a post-apocalypse. You don't know what the apocalypse was. You don't know how long ago it was. But, yeah, it, there was an apocalypse, and it happened. Mm. And, like, everything's super harsh and, like you're mostly in a desert world and what little water there is a good majority of it's like acid rain so oh. you know so it has that like element survivalist apps uh the words aspect to it yeah like you need to eat to survive otherwise you die and uh do you have to worry about your temperature at all um no not really but uh there's also speaking of that there's also a great modding community for the game Oh, I bet if it's been in production for damn near 10 years, then yeah. it does make sense that people start to develop their own stuff for it that they want to see. Yep. Um, but, like, the thing is, like, you start super weak, and if you uh, go and, like, stick with it, like, you can make it to where you just make your own kingdom filled Ooh. with a bunch of people. Like, you can do that if you want to go, and you can control every citizen. Oh, that sounds like, te- that sounds very tedious now. <laughs> yeah, it, it can be as tedious as you want it to be. Or you can pick one guy, you can make one character, and just have him be the legendary do everything. The sole survivor. Yep, and you can go and beat up whatever. I like those play styles. Like, I like the kingdom style, but I like the lone wolf that can take on the world. I really enjoy yeah, that you aspect. Can, you can make a character that can take on armies. Like, it's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> I'm sure Brit, uh, Spiffing Brit will make a uh, One Punch Man on that eventually. <laughs> if he hasn't already, he's 10 years old. But uh, uh, someone needs to suggest that to him. I'm sure he'd do it on a heartbeat. Oh, probably. I feel like he needs to know about this. Any yeah. of you tea drinkers out here, I need you to instantly go to Spiffing Brit and tell him, hey, this game right here, it's exploitable. Yeah. And he's going to be all over it's that. It's very exploitable. Um, But. Uh, the reason why I bring up Kenshi is because now the devs are working on Kenshi too, much more polished. Like from the ground up, they're like, "All right, this is what people like. This is what worked for Kenshi. We're just gonna put everything that works into Kenshi too, 
and like it's an actual team behind it rather than just one guy. So it's like a full new. Are they using a different pro, uh, base for it, like a different program, or are I, they just rolling I the same? No, they're. I don't. I think they're using the same engine for it. It's just everything's more refined, so everything looks nicer. Everything's like more optimized. So like, it should have a better built foundation with that engine, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes but, sense. But like, um. But there is, like, an official modding kit that they have that they themselves, that team, use to, like, make the game and everything. Uh, and it works for Kenshi 1 and 2. All right. So, so is it going to increase the, like, tension on your computer when you update it? Or is it going to be very similar to Kenshi 1, do you think? I think it'll be more optimized than Kenshi 1. All right. So it's probably going to take a little bit more RAM than it previously did. Like, it's uh, going to take a bit more I think it actually take a little less because, like, the original Kenshi one, the reason why it takes a bit to load is because of how, like... It's inefficient. It, it was, like, yeah, yeah, it was, like, duct tape everywhere. <laughs> but with Kenshi 2, I think it'll be much better. But I think people like the duct tape. I think people like to see that, like, rustic, uh, this was made through hard work rather than a $1,000 budget that they spent in 10 seconds. Yeah, like, if I remember correctly, um... I think back when Steam did its Labor of Love award a while ago, that was one of the contenders. Uh, it didn't win, I don't think. But I'm surprised they didn't do like a GoFundMe for his like whole, well, foundation, his whole studio, his program, his game, his livelihood, because he spent 10 years on this. Yeah, he made enough money off of sales of Kenshi. So. Yeah. So it, it is nice to see people making games like that solo for the longest time and still coming out doing well with it i oh, think yeah. that's amazing yep like it's not really it's an indie game mm -hmm. but it that term indie game is coming is becoming a lot more vague because indie game just means it's not made by like a mass producer by a like AAA Act, company. yeah by like activision ea ubisoft i guess ea and ubisoft are the same now yeah but like microsoft it's not bethesda it's not just the major company making this game to appease the crowd it's this person who had a really good idea and decided to bring their idea to life. Exactly. Like, that's some of the cool stuff that you see from indie games. And I think we need to see not necessarily more indie games because there's a ton of indie games. But I do think people should be taking their time on indie games. I don't think they should rush it. Like, yeah. if they're working on it, just keep working on it. Slow and steady wins the race. I know it's a really cliche thing to say. <laughs> but... It's the steady work that gets you to where you need to be. It's not the quick bursts of energy. It's that steady grind, like, just doing it once a day. That yeah. way, how... That actually helps you get to point B. Yep. It's uh, definitely, like, it's healthier, I think, to treat it like a hobby at first. And yeah. And then, like, if it gets you off the ground, then there you go. You can take off running. But, um, yeah, so anyone listening, like, if Kenshi sounds like your game, if I've described it well... Uh, give it a try and if i haven't described it well well make fun of me and be insulting in the comments and then we'll be good throw all of the hate our way comments yep. are comments regardless yep. so we love to see them even if they're incredibly negative yep uh i only read negative comments <laughs> i i actively avoid all like positive comments anything that like compliments me in any way shape or form i'm going to actively dislike yep like, that is my lifestyle, and that is how I perceive people as well. If you be nice to me, I'm absolutely going to throw it in the dirt and yeah. be like, why are you talking to me? Yeah, what are you planning? What are you ready for? You're why an are... enemy at that <laughs> point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you become my enemy by complimenting me. Congratulations. Yeah. And if you insult me, congratulations, you are now my best friend. <laughs> this is how <laughs> yeah, it goes. This is how it goes. 
And I think that's actually pretty accurate nowadays. Like, if your friends are insulting you, you know they're your friends. Yeah. But if, like, they're complimenting you, you're just like, something's what did wrong. you do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, something's wrong. And I you can feel, feel it. it. Yeah. And it's like, huh. And I feel like this is entirely backwards from how it was 10, 15 years ago. But I think that's just the new age. I think that's just how people are now. It just is what it is. Like... <laughs> that con- that that sentence alone, it is what it is, yeah, is it, fantastic. It I use it everywhere. It is what it is. Yeah. But, uh, so that's my spiel on Kenshi. That's really all I wanted to put out there into the void. Alright. And speaking of, we're probably going to end it here. Thank you for listening to us as yes. we speak into the void. Yes. It has been Tylus. Interesting. And always remember, gear up, game, game on. on.